Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? Slaughtering children's and children's and blowing up planets? Of course, I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Hello there. I am Kalo, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are Kenobi related, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? This is Anakin to my Darth Vader. It's game on the mic. How's everyone doing? So, by canon logic, you would have killed me. Yeah. At least that's what he said. Well, that's also what that's also what Ben Kenobi said to Luke that Darth Vader did kill your father. I saw a meme, but before we do that, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. And let the force be with you guys. Let the force be with you. I'm so one with the force, the force is with me. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. That's you. If you had to pick one, no, you'd either be that person or have you seen the new trilogy? I don't know where you stand on this. Uh, really, I've seen episode seven. Okay, so I've seen I've seen uh, kind of episode eight. I kind of like watched half of it and then yeah. don't remember most of it. Do and me a nine, favor. Do me a favor. I did not see nine. No. In in your spare time, because this is that episode nine is where this character is. Look up the character Babu Frick. That I'm is gonna- you. I'm just gonna play Lego Star Wars and play Episode Nine. And see. He might be in Lego Star Wars. I'm not too sure. It's a crime if he isn't. But <laughs> we're here today to talk about Obi Wan Kenobi. The Disney Plus series has finally wrapped up. We have seen the series from start to end and all the road bumps in between. We're here to give you our final thoughts on the show in general. And before I start my my rant, flaming everyone's existence, I'm gonna pass it off to you first. Mm-hmm. Break my heart because. I'm going to prepare. Kato has is, tissues ready by his side to wipe up the tears. I keep that thing on me at all times. But what did you think of Kenobi start to finish? Do you want more? Do you want less? Where do we stand? Like, so everyone knows, uh, I told you, like, 100% not. Episode 3 was my first time ever watching Star Wars. So I love the actor who plays Obi-Wan. So when I heard that he was, there was a time where he was going to be from episode three to episode four i was like i'm in it i'm enjoying it you know i'm, I'm also on the boat of not liking so much of the, the new trilogies so like the originals and the prequels i enjoy so this beat this taking in the prequel era we want to say right right the bridge from the prequel to the original yes era there, right there i i enjoyed it i really like i loved how all the episodes were part one part two like how the movies is episode one episode two episode three I, I, I caught that on. So, I caught that on episode two, because when it said part one, I'm like, okay, pilot episode part one. I'm like, wait a minute. Part one was on Tatooine, which is like how the first episode was. Second episode, Neo Gotham, basically, and all that. And I enjoyed it. I honestly thought it, it, it wrapped up nicely, I want to say. It did nice with the six episodes, six movies of the trilogy. What I wanted, um, the next three, for, uh, part seven, part eight, part nine. No, because I don't think there's no more story to tell. 
after um, it, you know, it did a great job. It kind of sets everything up going on to New Hope, basically. Don't like I said it before. I said it to you many times. Like the only nitpick I had is just like this is supposed to be ten years before New Hope, and then McGregor literally goes from looking like a hot piece of ass to my grandpa. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. I'll go for it. Go for it. He, respect, <laughs> he needs the respect. Um, we owe it to him. But, uh, you know, I just think it's just hilarious. This is like what I hate about when they're trying to make prequels and try to fit in the timeline. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's 10 years before now. And I'm like, he goes from that to, like, what happens? Like, <laughs> Stressful he, times, my friend. Stressful he, times. But he does, like, the mannerism of the actor of who played Ben Penobi with, like, the mustache, like, all that. And I thought it was cool. I, uh, look at him. Like I said, I have nitpicks. You, would you want to hear the nitpicks now, or by all means, let it rip? Because let once rip. I get started, I'm afraid, <laughs> much like Anakin, I'm not going to be able to stop. Like I said, I like how Obi Wan doesn't really like throughout the whole episode. Obi Wan doesn't meet Luke. He doesn't see Luke. He doesn't Luke never meets him until the end. Gives him that little Tie Fighter spaceship that we see in the New Hope. Like I said, the movie does the show does really well trying to add everything up to New Hope. Like you know. Princess Leia meeting Obi-Wan and then makes sense about and New Hope when she said, you helped my father. She knew how to reach out Obi-Wan at that time. That makes a little bit more sense. And, you know, one thing that I really like is where in New Hope, we said this off the recording, where um, when Ben is, Ben Kenobi is telling Luke Skywalker that your father killed, Darth Vader, Darth Vader killed your father. And then and um, in the last episode, Anakin's like, you didn't kill me. I killed Darth No, he said, what was that? Uh, you didn't kill Anakin. I killed Anakin, right? Mm-hmm. And then basically said that I am Darth Vader, and that was great. The one nitpick I have. Actually, two nitpicks. Uh, just like, you know, the third sister, you know, all, all, all of a sudden she gets, you know, she's killing all these people, blah, blah, blah. And then literally she sees Luke down and then she gets PTSD like oh I'm becoming Anakin like literally you do a 180 on this character like stop it like stop trying to redeem this character like I hated that part I get it if it wasn't that Luke would have died I like that Luke didn't use the force when he needed to I like how he didn't see what a lifesaver was like they all so well one nitpick the biggest nitpick I had was that um where two nitpicks actually where Luke, where Obi-Wan is... Three, sorry, three. Obi-Wan's fighting Darth Vader on the planet. Mm-hmm. And Darth Vader... First of all, that scene was great. I enjoyed it. Um, Darth Vader threw, throw, buries him all in the rock. And then Luke... And then Obi-Wan's hearing voices. You know, he's hearing Anakin's. And then he says, Leia and Luke. Like, yeah, you're supposed to um, help them, blah, 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 gang them. But I wish it showed... You know, like you hear Qui Gon Jin's voice. Yeah, he sees pictures of his master Yoda and Anakin. So these two kids, who I get it, you have to protect you, the galaxy. But he basically just met him. It's like he doesn't really have that much of a connection. I, I say, as a non Star Wars fan, and um, the one thing I hate is where Episode Three ends with Yoda said, "I'll help you contact um, your master. I'll teach you how to contact him." And then you know, throughout the whole show. Obi-Wan's trying to contact them. And then Kong, Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson, in the flesh, comes in and says that you didn't, you didn't see me because you weren't ready. And I'm like, that's kind of 
BS because episode part one of the movie, you hear Yoda saying, I'll train you how to talk to your old master. So you expect him to be here, like, either at the end of the episode, like, when he needs him the most, or throughout the episode, guiding him, helping him. But no, he was like, he comes at the end, he's like, come on, Obi-Wan, we have to go, and they talk. That's, like, my nitpick. It's just, like, I, I hated that. Because when I saw episode one of the show, I was like, my boy Qui-Gon Jinn's coming. I can't wait. And then throughout the whole show, you don't see him until the end of the episode. Okay, so... Um, I want to maybe fix your ailments and then, um, you can't fix it. Also, also for those who, for whatever reason, don't know, didn't see the shows. Can you explain? Cause you know it more than me <laughs> and maybe help me to be less criticism of the show. Yeah. Anakin decides, cause Palpatine kind of manipulated him in episode three. If I remember right, I haven't seen episode three in a long time. Kind of manipulated him about joining the dark side and basically joined the dark side. Because he wanted to save um, Princess Amidala, right? Yeah. Basically. But then why does he still, once she Simple died... Simple Lord. Simple. But yeah, but why does he still... Like The one thing I still don't like, she dies, why are you still going to be working with the Emperor after you know what you wanted to... What is, the one reason why you joined mm-hmm. the Dark Side, the reason you wanted to, she's dead, why are you still going to join the Dark Side? Okay. So that we'll address that first and then we'll move chronologically. The whole reasoning, like you said, Vader joining the dark side, Anakin's turn, Anakin, Anakin turning to the dark side was to save Padme. That is literally the only reason. And of course, the nightmares, the visions, and Mm -hmm. it turns out he's the one that kills her in the blind rage he had. And it turns out like the one thing you can nitpick is Padme died of a broken heart. That's like the only thing that you can nitpick about. Even I do. I'm like, bro. Can we also have talk about how she didn't care that he killed all the Tuscan wearers in episode two? She's like, I love you. Like you killed a bunch of these people, but I still love you. Like that. True supportive queen to our <laughs> king. But um so there is like novelizations, comics of And you read them all because you're a big Star Wars. I didn't read them. I, I glanced upon like i did the speed read i was like pop, 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 got through the pages um there is novelization of uh palpatine stating that even he mentions it in that speech he gives them about darth plagueis the wise about how the dark side of the forest can create life so there is, is darth plagueis is like so there's palpatine vader darth plagueis is palpatine's master and the then he's other dad and because they're going to be two sis because they always try to betray you so there's novelizations of um, a arc, I believe it is on that castle in Mustafar, where Vader opens like a portal and he can bring Padme back through that portal. So basically the only reason why he's with the Emperor is one, because he's full of hate towards Obi-Wan, which was alluded to at the end of this series, where Palpatine was like, hey, also shout out to Ian McDermott coming back to play Palpatine for that little bit of time. It's they just kind of it popped off. It popped off. It popped off. But um, yeah. So Anakin and Vader, because they're still Anakin and Vader in this series, where he's still full of hate. He's still full of vengeance towards Obi Wan and the Jedi Order. Why does he hate Obi Wan? That's mine. Because it's just he's part of the Jedi Order, and he even said it himself in that scene where he's like, "I'm not your biggest failure." 
Like he kind of gave Obi-Wan the peace of mind that like, Hey, I did this myself. Anakin, I killed him, blah, blah, blah. But I guess it's just out of like assumption or association. That's the word where it's like, Obi-Wan was my master. I'm still like, he had a chip on his shoulder this whole time. That training sequence, we seen that, you know, I love the show. How they did that. They brought it back. Which was the fact that, like, yeah, Anakin is still bold, brash, very just like he's a hot shot. He's yeah. very much the show off, and he yeah. goes against his master practically every single time. Yeah. It works out, but at the end of the day, Anakin is still thinking, like, you know, he's hard headed. He's hard headed. I, I also thought that he also hated the Jedi Order because they never made him a Jedi Knight. A master. a master. A master. So that was like, oh, that's... That ties into it. And also, episode three built off of the fact that the Jedi Order also doesn't trust him. Like, yeah. there was that scene where uh, Mace Windu and Anakin were talking about Palpatine being the Sith Lord. He's like, let me come with you. I can reason with him. And Mace is like, no, nah, like, yeah. leave this to the adults. They still viewed him as a child, and okay. rightfully so. He really wasn't clear-minded. Yeah. He went against the Order, being with Padme, and blah, blah, blah. But to focus on the series, um, you mentioned the stuff about, uh, let's talk about Reva first, her redemption arc. The whole point in like the fifth episode of this series was to point out that Reva wasn't fully committed to the dark side. She was just going after Vader, Anakin, because of what what he did during Order 66. That I get. That I 100% understand. So in this universe, there's this thing called a gray Jedi, which is neither light nor dark. They're right in the middle. Some of these Jedis include like Ahsoka Tano, who was once a Jedi. And she even says, I'm no Jedi. And she has the white lightsabers signifying she's in the middle. You can argue the point that Mace Windu is that. You can argue that Qui-Gon is that. Because if Qui-Gon was still alive in Star Wars, literally episode three would be the end. Because... (laughs) Anakin wouldn't be left with Obi-Wan to kind of be free-willed and uh, Qui-Gon would have either left the Order because he didn't agree with the morals either. Or... Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember episode one, Qui-Gon. He was also more like free spirit. That's how he like yeah. more into the ghost. And he was more like knowledgeable and like open-minded to the fact, like you said, free-spirited, where yeah. he can kind of be like, all right, there's some things that are decent on the dark side like there comes a time where you need to balance you need to be in the middle you can't commit fully to the left or the right and before you go on you just reminded me obi-wan also did a great thing and i think it was episode two or three when he says that the jedi shouldn't have been general generals in the war they're they're like they had no right to be in this war and then i'm like wow like obi-wan regretting being Hmm. a general like that was a that was also good yeah so getting back to reva in general I don't think she deserves the hate she's gotten, the the actress. I don't hate her. I just hate it how, like... like the said, portrayal. Like, it was very much her. just like, yeah, that like, that's a cool story, but did I need it in here? No. Yeah. What I would have preferred, a better fix to this all, would have been her still being dark at the end of the series. And let's just say there well, is season kinda two. Was. She, she kind of was, though. Dark, she she's going to be a gray Jedi, I yeah. believe. She's she's if we're doing the Reva spinoff, then she's being a gray Jedi through and through. Yeah. But talking about you know her in the series, I would have kept her dark. Wouldn't have put her on Tatooine to go find Luke because yeah. that whole deal. Because yeah. if she was still dark, 
Luke would have been killed. Mm-hmm. But if she was, I would have kept her dark. Season two maybe have that turn because that gives you more stuff to work off of in a season two. That and I wouldn't have killed. I wouldn't have her kill um, the Grand Inquisitor. I would have her just gone rogue and do her own. And while Darth Vader is doing it, and Darth Vader then stabbed her for betraying the uh, Empire by going on her own thing, that I would have been like, because she was a hothead to a Anakin. Yeah, and there there was a meme I seen, um, like, as the series was coming out, talking about how Reva is brash, she's very emotional, she's very, like, just shoot first, ask questions later, and it's like, that's literally Anakin. Like, that was Anakin in episodes two and three, and everyone applauded him, or at least they're appreciating him now, and, uh, yeah, so, talking about now, I think you mentioned about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and all that. So there is, uh, again, in the comics, in the books, there is an arc where Obi-Wan still has Qui-Gon's lightsaber from episode one. And there is a story where the green crystal in Luke's lightsaber was Qui-Gon's. That's what I always assumed when I was younger, that Luke had like a green lightsaber in episode three. I was like, oh, wait, that might be Yoda's or Qui-Gon Jinn's. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl so there's a thing where luke goes back to tatooine goes to obi-wan's hut discovers qui-gon's lightsaber and takes the crystal out blah 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 that's a very loose interpretation Mm -hmm. but that's the general gist in a season two if they're willing to do it or they're trying to this whole season would be based on qui-gon and obi-wan that dynamic of finally breaching the episode three Obi-Wan to episode four. We did get that, but more or less really honing in the fact that Obi-Wan, I don't believe he was at full power in this series at all. And that includes the fight with Vader at the end, but more or less, you know, in order to be a force ghost in the old trilogy, moving forward, Obi-Wan really needed to be, like connected to the force like Qui-Gon was. But what was so that would be focused. 
But what would you do? Because you can't have Ole and gets kidnapped again, or you can't, and you can't really involve Luke because Grand no. doesn't really know Ben until he just sees old man Ben and Tatooine. So, like, I don't think we're gonna get a season two. I uh, don't think we should because there's really nothing I, to I, explore. I, I think that for book end to book end, and it perfectly, and it's Ben goes. He doesn't have to look over at Luke. The Force will take it. I'm just gonna go far away. Um, I liked how Owen was like. He opened at the end. He's like, "Do you want to see the boy?" And then we get the line. Would you like hello to say there. It? And, hello uh, there. Hello yeah. there. Dad, I enjoy it. And before I go back to you, this is your show. This is the Star. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Star Wars Kev. Um, I love how when Obi Wan has cracks the um, Darth Vader. You see the mark from Episode Six when Luke takes the helmet off. And the voice desertion is a little bit of Anakin. Oh, that, I was like, that's amazing. That's what I wanted. And I, I did a good job on that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to definitely talk about that. Because that's like what I... The whole hinge of the conversation. But, um... So, in episode four, whenever... Whenever they are approached by the fact that, like, Luke needs to train. Luke needs to become a Jedi, blah, blah, blah. Luke needs to go with Obi-Wan. Um... Aunt Beru and Uncle Ben have a conversation at the table. And, you know, there's a comment made that, like, Luke has um, a little bit of his father in him being Anakin, and they know Anakin is Vader. And Uncle Owen passes a comment stating that, you know, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that Luke has too much of his father in him. So... That's a nice little Easter egg moving forward. And the fact that um, Uncle Owen was willing to meet or introduce, I should say, Obi-Wan to Luke as a little passing of the torch. He also got gifted, I believe it's like a T-16 uh, Imperial or a Skyhopper. Yeah, so, uh, wasn't it a T T-Fighter? No, 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 no. So the ship that Obi-Wan gives to um luke is like a t-16 it's like a transport ship it's a t-16 skyhopper i believe um but yeah like the those little easter eggs were great but now talking about the big i guess the money shot of this series is the final fight between obi-wan and vader you brought up the fact that yes this fight had the part where obi-wan struck vader in the face and cut his mask. He gives him that mark that we see. Gives him that mark. Now, you haven't watched Rebels, so I'm, I'm going to very... I'm getting there. Um, I, do you... How, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you care about, like, spoilers? Eight. Is it a big spoiler? No, because, like, you know everything, so it's, like, kind of, like... It's more or less, like, in the moment, you're going to make the connection be like, oh, okay, my go gosh. Ahead, go ahead. So, in... In that series, um, Ahsoka and Vader fight. Mm -hmm. There is a similar scene where Ahsoka knocks that Vader. Yeah. Alright, so if you notice in this series, and if I'm trying I'm trying to get my left and my right here. So no, it's his it's his right Obi-Wan cuts the right side and Ahsoka cuts down the left side. So there's the connection there between two of Anakin's biggest <laughs> connections to each other, like to the light side, was Obi-Wan and Ahsoka. 
And they both knocked off a piece of Vader's mask, the shell surrounding him and the shell that was the dark side. And in the end, Return of the Jedi, a nice bit of poetry here, the one to remove it fully and bring Anakin back to the light was his son, his son, Luke. That's just that little bit of poetry is amazing. But now talking about that bit where the mask was cut off and Obi-Wan arguably this is the scene that made me cry. This is a full disclosure. This, this scene right here where Obi-Wan is pleading with Anakin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anakin, like, um, you know, that his whole apology, his whole coming to terms with the fact that yeah, his friend him. is gone. His brother, he failed his brother. Cause Qua- and I think what strikes most is that because his master pro- gave him Obi-Wan, he promised me that you would train him. So I feel like more than anything, he the fact he's not only letting Anakin down, he let Qua- his own master down. That was the big thing. He, because it's always like you go for your approval of your master. And there's even um, a bit of information. You brought up that Darth Vader was burying Obi-Wan. He assumed Obi-Wan was dead. And he said, well, he said something about like, oh, like, um, I got to remember the line because he says something about like how Obi-Wan is still his master. Or he referred to Obi-Wan as the master. Mm -hmm. So that ties into A New Hope, the thing that everyone was like, oh, what are you talking about? Why why is Vader saying that, like, you're the master, blah, blah, blah. This is why. Because Anakin, the Anakin inside of Darth Vader, still is seeking the approval from his master. And he still refers to Obi-Wan or views him as a master. Now, the bits and pieces where we got the Hayden Christensen voice tied in with the actual Darth Vader voice. I mean, it was those bits and pieces you can tell, you know, even back in episode three when he's like, I hate you. And he's like yelling and crying. It's that bit of emotion that got me because it's like you can tell the pain in his voice. There was even shots of Anakin underneath the mask and you could see the blue from Obi-Wan's lightsaber like illuminates his face. But then it goes right back to red or it goes right back to darkness. There was also a bit, if you're really looking at it, Anakin's eyes go back to normal and then they go back to Sith yellow, which is the symbol of someone turning to the dark side fully. So you can still tell there's conflict. There's Mm -hmm. still that conflict. And people are like, oh, Vader should be ruthless and killing and blah, blah, blah. He is doing that. But in this series, there's still Anakin in him, regardless of the fact. It is um, 10 years removed, 10 years to wipe a person, wipe the emotions. I assume that like the sentiment of Padme is still with him. It takes time. And Poppy can even said he's like, you still have feelings for your old master. And I'm like, shit, it's calling a shot. Yeah, I mean, it that bit too, where it's yeah. like, yes, there, there was, this is why also Obi-Wan and Darth Vader never meet again until episode four. Because Darth Vader said to Palpatine right there, um, Obi-Wan doesn't matter anymore. I only serve you. That is it. So I just, I actually just went back to Disney Plus and watched the part, and I actually have his ad quote if you want it. The Dark yeah, Vader sure. Says. Um, he says, "Do you think you could? You honestly thought you could beat me, Master?" There you go. That's what it was. That was. It was just. I remember he said, "Oh, you're the master." Yeah. 
it's right there. And I knew from the start, like we got that little BS duel at the start of the series. And mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, there's gonna be another okay. fight. Yeah. And Obi-Wan is gonna whoop Darth Vader. He's gonna awesome. absolutely wash him clean. And awesome. he knocked off the mask. And I honestly, because remember um, when Darth, the only one thing I know, I just remembered, you know, in episode, I think it was four, when Darth Vader says, like, when I was with you, I was just the pre and now I'm the master. Yeah. I wish Obi-Wan would have said, even though you're in the dark side, you're still my pooper. Just to tie that in, but like, oh, last time I was still your pooper, now, but now I'm... Because I mean, saying that they didn't fight in, in Obi-Wan. That's still, so I wish they kind of fixed that part. Um, yeah. I, I love the character, the new character that we haven't seen in New Hope or the new trilogy in Rogue One, Roku. Yeah, Roken. That, Roken. That's the character I love. Oh my, you, you, you don't know his face in episode 4, 5, or 6. You don't know his face in episode 7, 8, or 9. You don't know him in Rogue One. Oh, Han Solo. I'm like, all right, this guy wants to be a leader. It's open to continue seeing where he is now. I feel, I feel as if there's room to do like a pre-rebellion show with him. I feel like that's a thing they could do. Could it be the Reva series? I don't know, because, you know, whatever. Well, wasn't, is the there. Rebel, wasn't the pre Rebel movie the uh, Rogue One, though, technically? No, because the Resistance and, like, Leia is fully grown up. She is leading the Resistance, and that's, that's the Resistance under Leia. But the things that got the Rebellion and the Resistance going could be with what Roken is doing right now. And moving forward from the Kenobi series. That, and we also see how, how the spaceships that they use to save Obi-Wan, those are the same spaceships that they use in the Hoth, kind of setting up that thing. That was good. Yeah. Like, um, that we should get more Jedi spinoff. I'm pretty sure we're getting an Ahsoka spinoff too, right? So what is confirmed right now, at least in loose interpretation or memory, is the Ahsoka series, is the Andor series, is the Acolyte, but the Acolyte is like pre-Jedi, height of the Sith, I believe. So that's like way before episode one. Where does Ahsoka take place? Ahsoka takes place right after Rebels. Like literally, there's a shot in the leaked trailer of the final shot of Rebels, and then Ahsoka. Is like the live action version of that last shot. So Ahsoka so, knows Dark Vader. How does Ahsoka know Dark Vader is Anakin? Because we don't see in episode three, if I remember right. Yeah, Ahsoka is not in episode three. No. But this is something you're going to have to look at in the Clone Wars and all that. So I got to do the homework. Yeah, you do. You get you're you're watching it right now. So just enjoy the ride. I, I stopped watching it because I wanted to watch it. But like this guy, this guy, but. Uh, I, in general, general thoughts, and I'm sure there are things I'm missing that I didn't say, blah, blah, blah. I liked how this series wrapped up. I oh, knew I knew for the fact of me that people were going to get pissed that, one, we didn't get Clone Wars flashbacks as much as we wanted. Because it wasn't, it wasn't the fact of, it, the story wasn't about the Clone Wars. It was about Anakin. I would like more than anything uh, um, before Obi-Wan, the 10-year gap from episode 3 to Obi-Wan, because we see in episode 2 that own clone, that clone asking for money. Do you remember that? that all, and everyone thought, oh, it's Rex. And he's like, no, it's just a random clone. Like, I would want to know what happened to the clones. Granted, we might, you're going to say, oh, watch Rebels, or watch season 7 of Star Wars, the clone was to figure it out, or read the books. 
But um, I would I like think to see that it. is touched on in Rebels, by the way. I just want to say, because <laughs> like, you know, Obi Wan sees him and he's like, "You're the guy who killed all, all my friends, and now you're here down on your knees." I would actually enjoy a prequel to Obi Wan. Like I said, you have a ten year gap of stuff not there now. You can have um, do some do something with the clones. That's what I want. I, I'm like as much as you like want to figure out what happened to the clones. I like it. What happened in Obi Wan is pretty much what happened in general. And the Empire just, just the Empire was just like, "Yo, skedaddle, go die." And then, so because I always thought the clones and the stormtroopers were the same things until my friend told me that, "Oh no, they're just people dressed in in the outfit following the Empire order." Uh, so yeah, they just kind of like. They just kind of said, eh, whatever. Because they, they halted production of the clones, obviously. Yeah, so they were just viewed as, like, unfit. Expendables. Yeah, so they're just kind of, hey, yo, go away. Like, we yeah. don't, I don't, it's like Andy at the end yeah. of Toy Story. I don't want to play with you no more. And, I um, Toy Story, you mean the beginning of Toy Story, too. Same, same deal, same deal. The beginning of the end. Um, but, like, the hate this series, there was points where I agree with a lot of the hate where there was that one scene of that girl hitting the stormtrooper in the head and like it was kind of like that's a cell and a half at the at the uh, Inquisitor base yeah. when she was getting captured. I think that was kind of like meh. The part, again, it, it was all in episode five pretty much of um, Obi-Wan hitting the stormtrooper with his lightsaber and normally they cut through practically well, no, everything but that was a different armor though that was a different stormtrooper armor that was more that was heavy. a basic stormtrooper that was guarding uh, leia in the interrogation room that was a basic stormtrooper and like normally you kind of like just pop pop and you're done but all right cardi b so there like if it was a purge trooper who had better armor yeah. or if this was darth vader's armor who is that all oh, the oh. armor is built to go through anything. Like literally, yeah. there's comic books of him going to like the bottom of the ocean, walking through lava. Like, sure, yeah. passable. But like for the stormtroopers, I'm kind of like, why? You know? Yeah. Um, it was a slow burn. Like I feel like everything was kind of like thrown in. Like you can see where the like budget yeah. of this show was put, and it was towards uh, the end. Yeah, and I like how like Anakin and Obi Wan's having trouble using the Force because he doesn't believe in the Force after Episode Three, because he was like the Force said that you're the one who was supposed to bring. Because I think he said right, the Force said you were supposed to bring. You were supposed to bring to balance to the Force, the not force. leave it in darkness. Yes. No, not destroy it. Wasn't it destroy it? No, it was no. leave it in darkness. Darkness, but so I think that like shows like he he's like damn it, like why should I believe in something now? And then you see him gradually. Believing in the force again, which I thought was great <laughs> because you're like you're down and you're out. like all your friends, everything you knew, st- um, thrown away. And yeah, yeah. But, when I get up in the morning, I'm not running a half marathon. I gotta like mentally prepare. I gotta uh-huh. do a little stretching, you know, get some calisthenics in, and then I'm off to the races. Off to the races. So my question. Yes. Episode four, where Leia said that you helped my father in a war. Was it the Clone War? She said a the different Clone name. Wars. She said in the uh, Clone Wars. I felt I felt like she said a different name. No, no, yeah, it was the Clone Wars. Do we get another war where Obi Wan and her father is getting in, and she have like you don't see Leia, you don't see Luke, they're just getting attacked, and you have Obi Wan battling protecting the island. Uh, you're talking about um, you're talking about 
Leia's father, like yeah. Bail Organa. In, yeah, Ben, yeah. Um, so what she means by that line, and again, it tied in perfectly. Like, they really did a good job tying up loose ends. Just Whenever, a little Just a little bit. When Leia, like, they were going their separate ways, yeah. Obi-Wan crouches down to Leia and says, like, you must keep our like our knowledge of each other's yeah. secret. Like otherwise yeah. it, it'll be bad for both of us. So that encrypted message was sent out and he did. Obi-Wan did yeah. tell Leia of the fact that, yes, I knew your mother, your real mother. And I knew your real father, uh, yeah. Padme and Anakin. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't mention names. So in that encrypted message, she kind of had to play it off as if they've never met before again, yeah. abiding by what Obi-Wan said at the mm-hmm. end of the series where he's like, you must not tell anyone or reference or blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's kind of like that message in episode four Makes was like an out. air quote, Hail Mary yeah. to get Obi-Wan out. But she knew that like, yeah. hey, I know he's out there. Two more questions and then we can yes. wrap it up. Yes. Where, where, where are my boys R2 and C-3PO? That was one thing I was surprised because, like, they're like very famously known yeah. to be in literally every single Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if like they were in Rogue One, were they? I don't. Uh, yeah, they were in the background or something. Or I, I think they were shown. Um, I don't think he was in Solo. I could be right. wrong on that. I, I um, wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah. So because we know R two and C three PO are on Tatooine in Episode Four. Yes, but they're with Leia somehow, some way. So I do not know exactly how they factor into like Obi Wan series. My bet would have been them, like them in a flashback, maybe. But that that was the training sequence. But yeah, I'm very surprised that they weren't in this. Can you, can you get a I'm doing something. Heavy. Can you stop? I'll play with you later. Heavy. It's heavy. Sorry about that. Um, what were you saying? Sorry, I wasn't. I got the no, I, I mentioned about how, like, they were in. Oh, with Leia. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't really well, then, know. But then, but, then, but then how does Leia get a hold of C-3PO and R2? See, not all loose ends are loose ends. They're not tied up in a nice little bow for you. I, I believe. Go, I, gotta, I gotta go watch Star Wars again. Yeah, I gotta like see at the end of episode three mainly like yeah. where they are because yeah, I don't remember if R2 was with well, it could just be that like C three PO and R two were with the like the rebellion, maybe or something. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta do. I need a roadmap. The show's bad. It's over. I need a roadmap. But you had one last thing to go over. Uh, I did. I lost it. You did. You lost it. I don't know. Like overall, let's do like a final out of ten. Out of ten. Out of ten. You yeah. Eight out of ten. Yeah. I think that's a solid rating. I think that the final two episodes really did it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, eight out of ten as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, I have oh. a new, I have a new love for um, those little scavenger dudes. Oh, the Jawas. The Jawas, the one that uh, Obi Wan is talking to, and he was like, was like, "Well, you stole that from me. Now you're reselling it." Oh yeah, the the Jawas—they're notorious yeah. for being little scoundrels. I know, I know, but I have a new because I actually—it's been so long since I heard—I I realized what they sound like. And I'm like, I love you guys. 
dude, the Jawas are amazing. But the, the Tuscan Raiders, I mean, grant you, Book of Boba Fett did make them better. But they're, they're, really? they're, they're a bad crew. They're a bad crew. But what you could do to protect yourself from the Jawas. Uh, the Jawas and the Tuscan Raiders of Tatooine is listen to more episodes of the Get Comfy Podcast, the Get Comfy Lowdown, and the Get Comfy Game Break every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only. And we'll see you guys next time. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.